How do everyone? Welcome to the Potty Mouth Garden Club. Yes, we are back for another show, and hopefully there'll be no there'll be no blurred cameras on on my esteemed guests. But before that, I've been doing me little. Hopefully, all the kind of figures and all me kind of settings I've, I've cleaned up and sorted out. I looked amazing last week, but everybody else was blurred to hell and back. So, let me just get into the little house house cleaning first. Discord, if you are, as you know, Discord, and there's some great things I'm going to be talking about. Certainly, get a couple of things from the Discord channel as well. So, please pop over there, join the Discord. That would be fantastic. We've also got the questions now. This drives the show. So, put a capital Q so I can kind of search for them and find them and then type your question. That would be brilliant. I'll just do that there now. So, get, if you get your questions in quick, then I'll kind of be able to re read them. So, capital Q, then your question would be fantastic. What else we got? We've got the secrets. This is on, on the Monday. and We've just recorded this one there now. So, that'll go out on Friday. So, keep an eye out for that. This is like, we just chat on and... Normally, it's about trying to fix the show before the show goes live, but this week has been, it's actually been quite, quite good. Then, this is, I just wanted to show you this there, because I'm going to, if anybody's watched my normal kind of channel, I'm using a new mat, like a new kind of kneeling mat, and there's going to be a competition to kind of get, you know, some of these mats as well. So you've got to be in the Discord now as well, and you would... When it comes, I haven't sorted it out yet, but you would hit that like little blue icon. I think at the moment it says smile. So you hit that, then you kind of get in for the competition as well. We've got the Patreon. Yes, that would be fantastic, but don't worry about that. What else we've got? We've got, this is the main thing, the podcast. That would be lovely if you kind of signed up. When you don't have to sign up, just join it. It's free, but you actually listen to this show in audio. And that's how I kind of listen to the show. You know what I mean? I, I use the Apple app. On my phone, I search for the Potty Mouth Garden Club, and that is, and it's honestly I, when I'm doing this there now, it's live. I miss so much, you know. I don't even listen sometimes. The kind of well, I don't listen to Steve to be honest. You know, he's, he waffles on too much, but I catch it all at the end. You know, when I listen to the podcast, Stephen, are you all right there? So you look like you're doing something. Now behave yourself. Don't be kind of messing around. Are you? Are you good, Stephen? <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to work out how to send you a note through here that you haven't switched your new lights on. But new lights? Let's have a look. What's my new lights? It is on air, man. On air? Oh, yeah. Oh, you've moved it. That's why. On I was air. looking for on it at the bottom of your calendar. <laughs> on air. Actually, if you yeah. look, let's just zoom there. That, the red box around it is white. But I've had to stick on sticky tape, red sticky tape, because when I when I put it up on the camera, it just glared white, and you couldn't see you couldn't see the back. So I've had to stick <laughs> Stella tape over there, but red. But yes, we are on air live now. So Stevie, right. are you good? Is this weather getting you down? <laughs> uh, not the weather, the lack of it. Because uh, uh, well, as you know, we both get up at silly o'clock. Silly o'clock in the morning, yes. And it's not enough lights, you know. I'm sat around waiting for two hours. Well, I get coffee. your, like, see, I get your tasks, you know what I mean? And at least I kind of I light the fire, you know what I mean? And I sit with the dogs, and then my wife gets up, and we have a couple. But that you must be itching to get up that garden because, you know what I mean? Kind of, this is my time, my time. It so is, yeah. It's 
Stephen, all you've got to say to yourself is it's getting lighter every day. Yeah, uh, between now and next month, in a month's time, an hour and a half extra mm-hmm. per day. So, and it's good. coupled with that, mind you, is the, the weather. We'll talk about the weather a little bit later as well because that's oh. been kind of you know what I mean, hideous. Do you know what I mean? It's just like that's been lovely here. It's been <laughs> fantastic. Oh, I know, I know. It's kind of, we'll, we'll have a chat. Audrey, how are you doing? Nice to have you. We. Wonderful, happy to be here. Yes, we've got. Well, actually, if you have a quick look there, we've got the OG, you know, I mean, the, the originals on t- tonight as well. So, Audrey, it's lovely to have you. Now, I know we've been kind of messing about with the kind of te- our baby temperatures. You're still yeah. kind of right in kind of Arctic conditions yeah. there. Yes, and yet we're having weird warmth d- during days sometimes. So, uh, it's hard to. I've been trying to get my winter sewing out. But the point of that is that it's going to sit in a deep freeze for like a month before things warm well, up. See, I, I see. I, 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 sorry, Audrey, I seen what you were mentioned about the weird temperatures on our kind of WhatsApp, and I was thinking, I wonder if that's going to spoil everything, you know, because things might start to kick. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I've not been putting those out yet. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping February will just be deep freeze and we'll just get through it. So it won't warm up to 48 degrees at night. Or during the day, sorry. And then dive back down to the 20s. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so well, I'm just kind of, I think everyone is just enjoying really weird weather. It's just, I guess that's the point. It's just weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Well, it's lovely to have you on again. Thank you very much. We will we will have many a conversation. To, to be, All right. To, yes. JB, how are you doing? Right. Hey, hi, very well. <laughs> right, JB, please show everybody you've please you've got some software that's kind of makes you look <laughs> please <laughs> now, watch You're this. JB, please secret. Go on, show the secret because it makes your eyes look. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, we've got a bit of magic for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fab. Honestly, I, I love that. Kind of when when JB showed us that, I was like, oh, just so it makes, it makes your eyes look like you're on the screen and not reading the comments in the chat. That's it. Yeah. Are you, are you well, JB? Are you good? Are you... I'm very well. Yeah, it's all it's all exciting. Big news in my latest video, obviously. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm not feeling too down about the weather, actually. We've had lots of really nice kind of blue sky days. It's been pretty cold, but... It's still, it's just kind of nice. So long as it's not wet, I, I really don't mind the cold. Well, it's it's a bit like the weather has been just like, you know what I mean? It's just been scary sometimes. It's just be, you know what I mean? It's just like the swings we're getting. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just. I'll just show you this little image there. Look, it's and that's Ooh. like that. You know what I mean? What what like it's it's like half the country in half. Do you know what I mean? It's just what a cold. <laughs> minus six in in uh, South London oh, I know, last I know. night. Minus six. It's just, I mean, if you have a look at it, and then you you see kind of Scotland there. You know what I mean? It's just how how mm. cool it is. Is that's oh, ridiculous to be honest. It's just kind of gets you. And that was from Andy Beans on our Discord. And I was saying, like Discord, it's a great little place because you get to see. You know, I wouldn't have seen that little map there, but half of England and and Steve's in the. The warm climate, and that's like his yeah. cockamouth doesn't get warm. Do you know what I mean? It's just bizarre. What's it? 
Are you, when you get to the allotment, Steve, I guess everything's thawed out and things are, are looking quite good there, is it? Yeah, it's just about all thawed out. I mean, there was a little bit of ice on one of my water buds still, but other other than that, it's uh, it's all thawed out. It was six degrees overnight last night, minus six in London, a 12-degree shift. And it's never, never, ever in Cumbria's favour. I just uh-huh. can't believe it. I've never seen anything like it. It's just bizarre. Well, it looks, Steve, that both me and you there are just wearing T-shirts. Do you know what I mean? It's like we haven't got heating on here. You know what I mean? And no. it's 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 a bizarre, you know. A couple of days ago, mind you, like you say, the, the ground was frozen solid. Rock and we've, hard, yeah. we've had like the heating on, we've had like the wood fire going, it's been roaring, <laughs> just kind of get warm. And then all of a sudden, poof, it changes. Yeah. It changes. Right, let us see them. I'll tell you what, we'll. Um, Right, I'll tell you what, Matthew has asked in there. I'll just put Matthew's little sign. Matthew Elf, Elfler, I think. Roughly, because me and Steve actually talked about this, what percentage of, of consumed veg do you grow? Well, I could grow, Matthew, I could grow way more, and we would eat, eat way, way more. Now, I know Steve was saying that because of this frost, it's kind of, you, you, Steve, with that kind of, your massive allotment, you've kind of... Football pitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's mm-hmm. you can almost kind of feed yourself right throughout the year, but this frost is totally mm. kind of this year is is it knocked it out, for yeah. ah, it's knocked it for six. So obviously you'll be getting you know going down to the the, the supermarket for your bags of salad and stuff like that. And I don't know what <laughs> mine's like at the moment there, but I cannot survive like that full year. You know what I mean? So we you know I'm just saying to Steve there, my garlic ran out. We've got like. I've got about seven cloves of garlic left. Yeah. How, how are you doing, Steve? Are you, are, you, are you getting close to running out on things there now? Uh, still got some spuds left. Still got uh, onions in storage, reds, um, some of the Bedfordshire champs, the white ones, and still got shallots. And they'll, they'll last us for another couple of months, all of those yet. Um, cauliflowers that I grew early parts of the season last year, when they all harvest, it's too much to eat in one go, so I blanch and freeze them. So we've still got cauliflower, but there's not much else, to be honest. And it was funny, actually. I was filming today, and I filmed my sweet pea video because I wanted to tag it onto something else I've recently filmed. And I did one the same time last year. And you look at the difference in the background. Last year's video, it's the background is just a mass of green with everything growing. This year, now... Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolute just compost on the beds and that's it there's nothing it's, i've got some kale and that's about it it's it's just bizarre do you know what I mean like the like the seasons and it's i just for a gardener it kind of especially like a yeah. new garden well even for like you see it's it's frustrating for for all of it with it swings yeah. and round and you're trying to kind of battle and then you think like you see you you, you germinate your precious seeds and all that and then gone again and you think bloody hell do you know what I mean? It's- well the, the bonus is with that is that every year every sort of winter I never expect to get a crop I expect my lettuces to die really quickly and they'll die first and then everything else on the lead up to Christmas generally should normally die but the last four or five years we've had crops right the way through the year and I'm actually now sort of tailoring the menu at home and growing stuff to what we want to eat at particular times of year but this year is the first year in about six or seven 
were have been completely wiped out. So this is now the the other side. Whereas it used to be the norm, everything died, and we we kept trying to grow stuff. Uh, now it's the other way around, and it's just an oddity this year that we've lost so much, really. Well, I think as well, Steve, when we kind of we talked about it last week, when we even like see a sprout and broccoli is failing yeah. for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? And kind yeah. of mine's, mine's gone. Aye, and it's just that's one of your, your, your what's that that saying? You know, like the hungry gap. Fall back, yeah, yeah fall back know. for the hungry gap, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and that's gone now as well. So it kind of. Although we're kind of noticing a little bit now, it's like a, a month or two's time is when we're really noticing. And then, like they say, the, the price. I mean, I was talking, this has kind of got nothing to do with garden. I was talking about, I'd showed a bottle of tomato sauce. These were small ones, a bottle of tomato <laughs> sauce and a bottle of brown sauce. Like little, just little kind of, you know what I mean, that size. It was like £7.10. And it's just like, man, it's just things are just like ramping up. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm. kind of ramping up. What were we talking about? Weather. Was it weather? Was it <laughs> vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole of tomato sauce. GB. Yeah. Any any thoughts on kind of your harvest? I'm guessing you're not as kind of productive as Steve, and you know what I mean. Absolutely you, not. You know what I mean. No, it's a fantastic question. I quite I quite like that one. Um, but <laughs> um, sorry, I'm getting distracted by the chat talking about my eyes. <laughs> 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 um, no, the um, I think I barely make a dent in in what we actually consume, apart from chilies. Obviously, <laughs> I've got chilies like for years and years. Um, yes, I would say chilies, onions, and potatoes are, are the ones that really you know make a significant dent into what we actually have to buy in the supermarket. Um, apples too i have one big apple tree so we've got like jars and jars of apple jam and that kind of stuff but generally speaking That's i don't good. know it must be it must be about 15 percent of what we eat i grow if that right. but it is it is i mean a not very good <laughs> even in b, a good year it's only a half plot um and there are definitely choices I could make. Not any longer, GB, yeah? Not well, any, yeah? Indeed, yeah. It'll watch be interesting the video. The watch the video. This year, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I'm probably, not, say, 15%, or maybe, I don't know, 25, 30. Even with a good crop, it just, we just use it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Big eater, GB. Do you know what I mean? I'm a hungry guy. <laughs> I like my food. What can I say? Do you know what I mean? I've still got some onions, and I've still got... Well, if if the lettuces kind of survive, we've still got like lettuces and, and mustards and everything like that. But it should, I yeah. could have had potatoes right through, but bloody lost them as well. You know what I mean? So, Audrey, I, I'm, you are a kind of big preserver. You know what I mean? You're the kind of yeah. queen bee of preserving. You must be on your game when you get this kind of weather. You know it's coming, so you're prepared. Well, We've just been caught out. Yeah, this is typical for us. So uh, I obviously don't have lettuce and things like that right now, but I still have squash and I have a lot of garlic preserved and (laughs) I still have onions. Uh, Yeah, so we still have a lot. It's just the fresh stuff we don't have. But you you are, Audrey, you're going going down the microgreens route as well there now, so hopefully you can kind of... I'm also doing some sprouting. I've never sprouted before. Mm -hmm. And that is... That's an amazing little trick. Oh, it's, uh, I know, oh, it's, um, it's crazy how quickly they sprout. Well, I've so, got, 
if I could just, um, I think I had it. I had it actually up. I don't know if I've got it up there now. I had um, grown locals page because I've done. I've done grown mm-hmm. locals kind of, and there's a link in the in the show notes at the top. I've, I've pinned it. The the little kind of link to the grown local where we're getting the, the, these little kits from. Right. And it's just mine are kind of up. You know, I'm going to do like a little probably tour video before um, the next the next one, and it's what you see, Audrey. Is it? There, it happens. It, it, oh, it's, it's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just... So, uh, so we get a, a bit of that, but I still, you know, rely on the grocery store a bit in the winter for fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing uh, like fresh. Well, I, I, to be honest, it, like hats off to Steve, who's kind of aims to get right through. Do you know I mean that's sure. that's just do you know what absolutely. I mean? That's because even on like you see a. You know, I think I fall into JB's carry on a perfect year, a perfect growing weather. I can still fail. Do you know what I mean? I'm just feel, I'm feeling this, feeling that. Do you know what I mean? So we all we all do. I do as well. Uh, I fail in many things every year, and it's just part of it. The thing is, once you focus on something, like if you if you've had a bad year on one thing one year, you'll focus more on it the next year, and because of that, something else suffers. It's just gardening. It's the way it happens. You take your eye off something for a second, then it'll die. You know, mm-hmm. always not looking at me. <laughs> well, so yeah, most of that's bloody celeriac. Just I've only had it great one year, and then these last couple of years, not, not a not a hope in hell, to be honest. That's why um, you got to keep going at it, and you'll find exactly the right thing. You know what it needs. I mean, well, I'm you, I'm going to red up. Uh, I'm going to swap beds. Obviously, I'm going to swap beds with it and just see how it grows next year. But just pull it up now. It's a bit. Um, it's, yes. it's embarrassing. How did your, it's em- your funnel turn out, Tony? Lost it. All went to seed, Audrey. Another failure. Oh. We don't talk about it. Shh. <laughs> okay. Right. Please. Can I can I ask a question, Tony? You certainly or, can, Jamie. Steve, is that okay? Um, how much How much do you freeze, Steve? And how many freezers do you have? Is it just one, or have you got like industrial scale? Preservation. <laughs> no, we've just bought a, another freezer actually because um, we had two under counter freezers. Uh, one my dad gave me about 15 years ago. The other one I bought one year when we had a glut of potatoes and I made a load of potato dishes and froze them. It was cheaper to buy a freezer and freeze them than to run out of potatoes or lose them, if you see what I mean. So yeah. we've always, always had them. But they were they were old. One was now about thirty years old, and the other nearly ten years. So we got rid of both, and we bought a proper tall one now. So that's all we have, and about half of that will be full of veg at any one time. Okay. So Audrey, what, like... that's a good question, JB. That's excellent. Audrey, what's your freezer system? What's your freezer system like? Because obviously you're a preserving. Yeah, I preserve more than I freeze because we have like a bottom freezer in our main floor kitchen and downstairs we have the beer fridge as my husband calls it. So, and that's a side by side. So we have that area, which isn't much if you're freezing. I mean, most of the basement is still filled with tomatoes that I haven't dealt with yet. Um, But you know, you can throw them in the freezer until you're ready to start uh, preserving them. So uh, not, I don't have a lot of freezer space. Uh, funny, I seen and I forget who it was. I was watching like kind of the, the YouTube videos were going, and there was there was one like a 
I think there's a thing now to kind of have like a pantry tour, you know, of your kind, you know, like yeah. yes. <laughs> and this um, this young girl had just like jars. I mean, the price oh, of the yeah. jars <laughs> themselves would be like astronomical, but everyone yeah. was filled with like. And I was thinking, wow, you know, and she's like saying, "This is our year's supply," you know, of like, and it all it's not frozen; it's all like in jars, and the, the amount Audrey of like. Pickled gherkins, different. You know, I could yeah. get two or three jars, four at the most. She had about sixteen just on different well, gherkins. It was well, and also a lot of those homesteaders also uh, buy. If they can't grow it all, they buy it at farmers markets and then they put it up. So it's not necessarily out of their garden. Hmm. They just want it shelf ready oh. and ready to go. Yeah. Chinese so world I has been shattered. Like one of those racks, because she'll say, I have a four foot wide, two feet deep, four, four shelves high of canned products. Nice. Well, all, yeah. honestly, Audrey, I don't know what this, this one was. I don't, and I don't know if they do it to get the click views on you, you know what I mean? I don't know if they just keep Well, I think, I think so many of those homesteaders, that's how they feed their families. Uh-huh. I do not think you would have to go through that much work just to get click yeah. on YouTube. Uh-huh. I mean, planning is a lot of work. All of so and it was, I have talked to them. I wish I could find, that, probably in me, history, you know what I mean, if I kind of have a look there. But it was just like, it looked perfect. Do you know of what I mean? Course, it's just, yeah. just beautiful. That might be just making sure it's all tidy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yeah. No, doing all that work. Oh no, that is not worth a YouTube picture. You see, so. I used to do all that myself. I used to do tons and tons of chutneys and pickles, uh, wines, preserved fruits, and I found that by the time the next harvest was coming in the next year, I still had half of it left because I was <laughs> sort of preserving everything I was getting off the plots, bringing it home. And to be honest, we've got a jar of, uh, I think it's pickled beetroot that's seven years old in the fridge at the minute. <laughs> I've got bottles of wine in a cupboard next to me here that are 10 years old. You know, you just never get through it. So I've been trying to redress that over the years, which is why I've introduced more flowers to the plot. I don't want to give up the plot. I want to keep doing that because that keeps me active. So I just sort of shift the harvest into flowers, which is nice to bring home, you know. Well, it's funny, Steve, you, you mentioned that as well. Last year's, on my big nasty bed, it was tomatoes, which a lot of them were green, didn't go. I turned it into chutney. I'm still using the chutney there now. You know what I mean? So this is like still last year's chutney. And it's just, I was going to like see, I wonder how long it lasts. Because if it was in the, it would be out of shelf date now if it was like, you know, like manufactured and, you know, we would be out of date. But there's no there's no date on it. But I did it. You know, like last year, it's gorgeous still. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just like if it looks good, smells good, and tastes good, then it is good. Mm-hmm. And we've still got like this well, the stuff. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, what was that, Audrey? Except for botulism, which yeah. you can't smell or see. So aside from that, uh, that's correct, Steve. But... Well, you see, yeah, or you see, JB, JB wouldn't have that problem because he'll have a cast iron gut now eating all them chilies. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just like yes. nothing could survive. Yeah. You know, no kind of germ would survive in JB's gut. 
We have oh, a little dear. question. Let, I've just got uh, <laughs> Richard is asking. Richard Preston is asking. Hi, all. I've seen a few videos about growing potatoes in shade and part shade. Is it really possible to get a decent harvest if grown in shade? Richard Patton. Steve, that could be one of your questions because I've always just grown mine in like in full sunlight. To be honest, isn't it? I've never even. I've, I've always done the same. To be honest, and yeah. I, I know some things like lettuces you can get away with growing in in part shade. I mean, I can't see anything against it as long as they're getting some sunlight. I don't see why it wouldn't work, but I don't know. I'm, I'm like you, Tony. I've always grown them out in open ground and in full sunlight. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably. I'll tell you who is in here, and we'll know. Um, Mr. Potato himself is in there somewhere. <laughs> simply by... There you go. Nope. Spuds need some. He says. Yeah. There you go. I, yeah, I was going to say because um, I've got part, part of my bed gets quite a lot of shade. There's a big bay tree, um, and the spuds that I grow that are that in the shade, the plants will look really healthy, but quite often the, the spuds themselves, when you go to cook them, will just be a bit wrong. You know, like their their texture will be a little bit off, um, and I think it's those kind of swings in kind of temperature and growing conditions that potatoes really don't like. I think they like kind of consistent stuff because you get um, periods where the potatoes swell too quick, you know, and then they go slow and then they quick, and I think that's what leads to to that kind of bad condition of an actual spud. And I think that's probably caused by the shade. So I've kind of been moving my potatoes further and further down the plot, and they're getting better. So. I wonder why then, you know, like you say, Richard's obviously seen these videos. I wonder why folks are, are seeing you can or, you know, like say you've got Tony O'Neill in there who kind of knows, you know what I mean? I've, like I say, I haven't got a, there's nowhere in my garden that actually is shade, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of gifted in that way. Have you got shade, Steve, in, in your garden, in your allotment? Is there somewhere where it does get shade? Uh, not really. I mean, right down the very back, there's a line of trees, but that only gets shade from about, well, in the summer, probably six, seven o'clock at night, just because the trees and the sun is quite low in the sky then, so it's behind the trees. But otherwise, everywhere gets full sun. Audrey, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can't remember if you're growing potatoes. You are growing potatoes. I grow some potatoes. Um, this year, probably more. Uh, but yeah, we it's full sun because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have I'm like you, I don't have a lot of shade, so yeah, right. Well, I just want to mention, right? Let's just one second now. Steve mentioned, was it last week, Steve? You mentioned you know, you can you, you like to look after your hands, you know, when I mean? you, you put a little bit, of oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, actually, on in our kind of period, Jade Jade grows, Jade grows red veg, I think it did, got in touch with me. And actually, a few influential people on the. <laughs> did you get any, Steve? I don't think you did get any of this. You know what I mean? Or it's no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't check my DMs or anything. I've, I've sorted it all. You out didn't know now, what so. DMs were. That, to be honest, bloody <laughs> things. Or this is actually. This is what I just want to show you. This there now. If I just kind of. This is what Jade sent me over. A little sample of her hand cream. Which these are kind of individual little batches she's doing at the moment. So, right, and it just smells gorgeous. Do you know what I mean? I kind of I showed my wife it. It was just I had to go and ask me wife, where, where's it? The hand cream going? Because I wanted to show it. It was whipped away, and she had honestly sent us a little kind of. Now these are Stephen bath salts for like a weary gardener. Now, ah, 
I'll just put well, you, if you can, please follow because these are just batches that haven't come out yet. Or, you know, they're not kind of for sale just yet. Jade's just kind of building up, you know, kind of like interest now. That's Jade Instagram. So there's there's Gardner's and but is it Gardner's hand Gardner's and butter. So there's two Instagrams. Right. If you pop over the Discord, you'll find Jade in the in the Discord. There's that there. If you can kind of follow Jade over there as well, you will get to know when this kind of hand cream. Now I think that's a great little kind of niche place to kind of for gardeners. You know, yeah. After a weary day, because if even if the old fella there is kind of you know it, that was in his tip. What was yours, Steve? I can't remember what product you. There we go. Working, working hands. It's good for the really. I mean, I don't know what Jade's is like, but this. It's good for the when your skin really dries out, when you get to that position where your skin actually starts cracking and it becomes sore. Uh, uh-huh. that, this that stuff will re, will revive it. But of course, if you use it regularly, you don't get that. Well, this has got lavender, frankincense, and cypress in. So it smells oh, so great. good. Have you got some it's as well, nice. GB? Have you? Yeah, I've got some. It was it was held up at the post office, but I got it today. Uh, did nice. you get the um, the bath salts as well? Yeah, they oh, smell oh. amazing. So it's so fancy. Yeah. It's not the sort of stuff you you normally get, is it? It's quite a nice little treat. Nice little treat for it, yeah. So please pop over there to... Uh... I, haven't, I haven't had a bath for about 20 years now. <laughs> wow. Just... <laughs> I don't know if I didn't put that on air. <laughs> I'm going to switch back over to this just as quickly. So if you can, Garner's Hand Butter. Pop over and follow Jade. You can see it's just tiny little uh, Instagram at the moment, but hopefully we will get uh, Jade nice and, like, bigger there and get products going yeah. I will tell you well. I will let you know when that's kind of happening that would be fantastic to be honest you know what I mean if kind of, and it's like say if come over to Discord because Jade's in there as well Stephen 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 sorry I was just checking my Discord messages because <laughs> I can't I can't see what from it. please you... send it again because I've, I've obviously lost it right Stephen I was going to ask Useless. you about um, cardboard, Stephen, because I've seen a couple of videos where we, you know, we're talking about cardboard for compost. Now, mm. I've kind of been following your instructions there because I normally didn't do it, but now it's anything that's kind of the Amazon stuff, the brown cardboard I'm keeping. But can yeah. you use the coloured cardboard? Because we get still, we're going through like loads of coloured cardboard, but that gets recycled to the council. Would you? Because right. I've seen people like little tearing up little bits of coloured cardboard, you know, like. Not like say it's got a product on the front, you know what I mean? So it's right. obviously been like printed ink or, or some sort of stuck on label. Can you would you be able to compost that as well? Or are you a purist well, with the, the brown the, cardboard? The sim- no, not at all. I'll use colored cardboard, but there's a there's a simplistic rule basically. Uh, if like on your brown cardboard, like your Amazon packaging, where the you know it says prime, doesn't it? And that's in black ink because that's dull you know it's water-based, so therefore it's safe to use. The problem comes when you've got print, text, pictures, all that sort of thing that have a sheen to it. If it's a sheen, it's likely to be a varnish, and the varnishes can be poisonous, and they can last. And if it's the ultra-high-gloss ones, then definitely put it into the composter for the local council to deal with, because the the ultra high, um, the ultra high gloss ones are what they call ultraviolet um, varnish, 
and it's actually set on the printing packaging as it goes under UV lights to set it, uh, and that's violent, volatile, nasty stuff. Mm, so you, right. don't, oh, you don't want to don't yeah. want to compost that. So anything that's non-shiny or hasn't got a sheen, if it's card or paper, you can compost it. Right. If it's got a sheen or a shine, don't. That's a good. Oh, that's a nice rule of thumb then. So if it's dull, yeah. like a matte finish, it's yeah. good to go. And if not, because that, like yeah. I say. There's probably a lot of stuff I've kind of just sent to the re, you know, the blue. We've got blue recycle bins up here. I've just shoved yeah. it in the blue recycle bin where I possibly could, you know, have, have chopped it up and used it myself, you know, in the compost. Yeah. JB, what what's your recycling like? Your, you know what I mean? Like, you know, young young ego warrior there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Yeah, we're the same. It's um we've got the old um one week on one week off bin collections here, so you ha- you have to be on the recycling, <laughs> otherwise it piles up. But yeah, similar thing with the compost. Um, I mainly just stick to the brown cardboard. That's Did you know though? Because I didn't there. actually know GB. Did you know like kind of you could you know let's quote like Steve said there. That's a great little thumbnail, thumb kind of yeah. micro tester. Because I'll start using the you know the dull coloured cardboard. I, I didn't realise you yeah. could do that. Because I watched I was like see watching some YouTube and I was thinking. Well, that looks a bit iffy, but yeah, it's like you say, it's the super glossy stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks yeah. like that sort of stuff wouldn't be, you know, if you kind of trust your gut, it looks like that stuff shouldn't really be going into mm-hmm. your crops and into your veg. No. It's horrible stuff. It really is, really is horrible. But it's nice to know, Audrey. What's your recycling like? You know, do you, are you are you right? You'll not be able to kind of do it for the compost. I have two little tumblers. All right, uh, well, yes. Mm. My rule has always been dull. Mm. Uh, go for the. It's kind of like magazines. They really don't want you to recycle those, even in our. Uh, we shouldn't even put them in our recycling that the city takes, because they don't want them. So uh, you know, because they're shiny, magazines every page shiny. Mm-hmm. So I just always went by the if it's dull, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm. And good. Paper, so I try to even do that with paper and whatnot. So yeah, if it's still, and I'll crack those open hopefully in the spring once we can get to them because they're buried <laughs> in snow right now. So we'll see what they. So they uh, is it outside, Audrey? Is it actually? Are you buried in snow outside? I guess. Well, parts of our yard are yes. Right. And it just had snow the other day, so we're pretty covered oh. right now. Which is nice. It makes everything brighter, at least. You know that winter dull, everything just looks uh, I agree. You know, dark and muddy. And so I don't mind a nice coating of snow. It kind of brightens the place up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steve <laughs> sent me over the other day a link to a, a story there. Oh. I'll just kind of <laughs> put it up there. And it's a great one. Modern slavery, slavery claims as counsellor prosecutes oh. protests over the use of workers who had to kind of plant bulbs by hand. So, Steve, oh, if yeah. you can, and this is actually close to me, Red Cat and Cleveland Council. So yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's only about, you know, 30 miles from, from me, this place. Steve, what, what is this story then? It was, um, I think it was a team of four gardeners and they were given 30,000 bulbs to plant. Um, I'm into an experienced gardener who's doing it as a career. It's it's nothing, but I guess this councillor looked at what they were doing and what they had to do and thought it was slavery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's blinking silly if you ask me, but 
I'm surprised it actually made the press, to be honest. But um, I yeah. mean, it was a I nice guess... little anecdote just to read and post on to yourself, really. No, no, I think it's 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 far. But I think you know, I think you you mentioned the point. You've got to plant them by hand, you know. Like yeah, I, I guess that's <laughs> the you know. So what's I can't see the problem myself, but maybe kind of she wants more teams. I mean, uh, you, you do see teams around here, anyways. When it's like bullpen time, they'll pull yeah. up in vans and they'll just like cover a roundabout, or they'll do like the beds yeah. you know, within. But obviously, someone I guess she's the counsellor there. That that um, that lady there who's <laughs> had a. It'd be nice to hear folks's you know views about this in the in the comments. You know what I mean? Is it the kind of thing that you're happy with, or would you rather? Do they think it's a little bit like slavery? I don't think she really understands what slavery was. Modern <laughs> slavery, you know what I mean? It's more the yeah, kind well, of what is that? I, I modern slavery, please. I'm guess I'm yeah. guessing they're not beyond kind of that much of a wage neither as well, mind you. So. Well, at least it's, they're it's getting just... away, and they can go home to their own house. So I'm not yeah. seeing what this has to do with slavery. You've got to stay in a cell till all 30,000 are planted. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, when you're kind of, you know, a total of 36,000 bulbs does sound, you know what I mean, a kind of a lot of bulbs to... But I, I just wonder yeah. if... That's what, like Steve said, just a, like a, probably like a busybody counselor, just getting kind of a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, if all thing, the, go on, JB. It's just of all the the jobs that are physical labour to pick on, you know. Yeah, that's a lot of bulb. I just don't. Under, I feel like it must have been taken out of context, or there must be more to that story, you know, because it it you can't just say that about like working conditions and wages because there are a lot worse jobs than planting bulbs that also have all those issues. And I don't know what's going on. It's funny because that kind of job, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like outside it's, you know, hopefully it's nice weather. You know what I mean? It's kind of, sometimes it's, it's, it'll be okay. If it was freezing cold and raining and wet and it was like, you know, you had to get them in by a certain quarter, 36,000 but that would mean a lousy job. It, I, yeah, I don't get the comparison at all. No. So. Well, Stephen, thank you for that. It's, it's these cold, morning, dark mornings that Steve can't get out of the. <laughs> I was just looking through Facebook and I, I came across it. And it just gave us a giggle, and I thought, oh, no, how ridiculous! Like you were saying, Tony, we've all seen these guys pull up in the van and. You know, they'll plant a roundabout out with bedding plants. And I've done it myself for my granddad's years ago. We used to plant the formal beds out. And mostly these grounds will be, you know, the soil will be dug over. And all you've got to do is just put a spade in mm. and drop a bulb. They don't even have to bend down. They're not bothered which end it goes up and the uh -huh. plant will still grow anyway. I mean, it's not, not difficult. But perhaps on the figures, you know, they, it probably looks like, well, I've got four guys planting 36,000 bulbs. <laughs> Fab. No, Stephen, uh, thank you very much for that. That was, it was nice to kind of read up on it. I wanted to, to mention to, to everyone there is, um, I, I seem to, someone mentioned a while ago about, you know, like not wanting many seeds, just like a few seeds in a packet to kind of, just to try something. What size cups that, Stephen? Let's show that yeah. size. Have you seen the size of Steve's cup? Show that. 
<laughs> man mode. Look at the size of that thing. There's a pint of, a pint of tea in there. <laughs> so I wanted to just kind of... It seems like the norm is, uh, lately, for some of the seeds I'm getting, you only get five or ten seeds, you know, like especially like, say, you know, cucumbers and chilies. Is this the norm, Steve? Have you seen like a like a cutback in the quad? I know we you can go to direct Premier Seeds Direct and you get like hoodles, but on certain varieties, it just seems. I'm sure it wasn't the time where we got like five seeds for a tomato, you know, like a tomato plant. These must be kind of things are changing now nowadays. Oh, I can't. Oh, we've lost you, Steve. Oh, I've been muted yourself. I can just touch it. There I we have. go. There we go. <laughs> Not these <laughs> mice. It was good to this. It probably went too close. <laughs> He's done it again. Yeah, still on. Still on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was always the case with things like if you think back to Sun Gold, they always came in package of 10, and they've been around for a long time, especially with things like cucumbers and in some cases, some melons. If the seeds are difficult to harvest, be viable and, and to dry off, then you'll only get a few seeds. But, yeah, that's always been around. Right. I mean, just... I can, you know, you look on Premier Seeds, there are some varieties of sprouts on there where you'll get 3,000 seeds in a packet and then there's another one that's only got 80. It's just the difficulty uh-huh. of it must preparing be, the seed. It, it kind of, like I say, I kind of noticed it and I kind of wanted to write it up because obviously I've been, like, so like, chili seeds late and it just seems chili seeds are that's one of the ones where you get like five and i was telling jb i got um me chili chum seeds and there was a nice little free packet in there and i went and spilt them so <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like so lovely you only get five and i went and bloody spilled and yeah. I, honestly jb i don't think that one of them's hit the bloody the soil those free so, seeds you only got five of the of the of the free ones yeah <laughs> What? We all got 15, didn't oh, we, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I just thought that was kind of, I haven't, not noticed it, but I just thought it kind of highlighted when we had a question about little packs of seeds and, you know. I'd... I guess I guess one of the big um, the big kind of determiners of this, the size of your seed packet is whether or not they're mechanically recovered or not, right? So, um those ones where you've got thousands in a packet, I'm sure they're, they're all going through machines, whereas mm-hmm. things like Chili Chump is definitely doing that by hand. Oh, you know, yes, yeah. No, I, to, no, I, I totally no. get like someone like Chili Chump's doing it, you know what I mean? It's kind of... It, it yeah. must be hideous to, to get five seeds to put in the... You know, I've tried it one myself a little bit, you know what I mean? And just... Yeah, yeah, It must yeah. be like a, a kind of brutal job to do. That's modern slavery. Trying to pick up four or five chili seeds and get them sent off there. So, right, Jade is asking. This is Jade who actually has the hand soap there. Favorite go-to gardening book. Now, Jade, oh, for gosh. me, and I can't remember which one it was. It was Steve sent it over for me, and it was a it was the Charlie Dowden salad book. I still think that's like what a little Bible, Steve. To be honest, that. Um, yeah, that book one, you that. send me, it's especially in now with the winter. Do you know what I mean? You kind of want to, we want to yeah. try and get some salad in the winter and following his rule, you know, it kind of works when there's a normal kind of year's weather. Steve, have you got a, like a favorite, you know, from before the, the printed, uh, before the printed word came out? Have you got a, 
<laughs> yeah, I've got a set of slates in the <laughs> other room there <laughs> with little pictograms in there. There's a guy with an umbrella on the floor. <laughs> and I've got, I have got a, a really good book, old, old in fact, it's three volumes of a book. It goes through garden flowers and vegetables and stuff and that's brilliant. It really is. Shows you all the old allotment vegetable growing plants and stuff. I'd love to get some screenshots of it, really, and uh, show you guys because it it's a stunning book. No, we'll have to have a we'll have to have a look at that. Yes, please. JB, have you got a, a favourite like gardening yeah, so, um, junior gardening I, encyclopedia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at ever remembering to actually go back to books, but um, there there was one that you showed. I think it was your your book of the month that was going to become a thing for a little while and um it's oh um, yes the allotment, allotment month by month yeah you know mm. the month by month one is um really good for beginners that was like mm. the first one that i had and it's just there's no you don't have to get overwhelmed thinking about it you can just literally just look at the month that you're in it's nice and simple yeah um and that's good but there, there are some other ones that i've seen there's like um my my friend gave me one recently, and it's it's like a printing from the nineteen seventies, um, one of the old readers' digests, um, and I think it's just called "Food from Your Garden," and it's like it's so amazing. I love it. We've got it on a little display cabinet at the top of the stairs now, <laughs> and it's just gorgeous. <laughs> like they don't make them like that anymore, you know. It's a really really good one that readers' digest. Oh, that's lush. That's lush. Audrey, have you got a little book that you kind of sometimes reach for, or, or like a favorite? Uh, no, but I do have one that pretty much changed the way I gardened, and that was square foot gardening. Um, that really that really opened up a whole different world for me. So that was that's probably the most influential one I've read, for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Like I could probably get right into that with the the beds. You know what I mean? The, the my bed. You know, it's it's nice to kind yeah. of you know it, everything's kind of symmetrical at the moment. It would be quite easy to yeah. do that. You know, do that kind of gardening, square foot gardening. I've never tried yeah. it. But... Oh, it's I I think it's a great thing. Right, yeah. Stephen, I've got a great question here for you, sir. Let me just put this up. This this is right up your street. Warren Tip Tip Lady is asking: Is it possible to tell between onion seedlings and leeks if the label falls off? Yes, dead easy. Oh. Wait till the fully ground grow. <laughs> if they're straight, the leeks, and if they've got a big bulb on the end, it's chances. Is there no, so, so there's no way of kind of finding out if the labels... To be honest, I haven't looked that closely at them when they're young to be able to differentiate a difference. I don't think there is, really, because they're just leaves growing up uh-huh. separately, and it's, it's how they form later, and, of course, the onions swell up into an onion. Other than that, I have no idea. You, how much space do they need, onion compared to a leek? What was if that? You just planted them all. How much? How much space does a leek need compared to an onion? I'd say it's well, it's kind of similar, right? An onion needs a little bit more space. So yeah, I was going to say just plant them out and it'll be, it'll be fine. You'll yeah. have a nice mix of leeks and onions. As long as what but, I try mm. to allow for is I try to allow for with an onion the size I know the onion's going to grow to. So I'll allow that space from that hole or half of it and then a hose width and then my next Mm. one. That's how I do it. So I can get in between and get all the weeds up and that. 
you know, Steve, just while we're, we're talking about that, we, we did the kind of onion seeds grow on Boxing Day, sorry, sow on Boxing Day. Yeah. Did you take yours to the allotment or you're still on your windowsill? I've had, I've still got some on the windowsill, my mum's. I haven't touched them because they're poor. Um, and I'm on my third lot of Bedfordshire champion onions. My first lot, uh, I think they were poor seeds. My second lot, similar to JB with his chilies, I think a little slug got in there and munched them. And I'm on my third lot now that are in the greenhouse. Right, so I'm not just me at least. Poor time with them this year. Poor time. Normally, it's like yours were, Tony. Normally, within a week, they're all up and going mental, and I've mm-hmm. got to run around and find module trays to get them planted into, but not this year. Well, it's, it's funny. Would I be too late, Stephen, in sewing again now? Because no, I don't know no, what. Go for it. You know, I I'm, I'm just really want to kind of hedge my bets just to make sure. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if yeah. them ones will be all right or. Are a little bit knocked. I mean, I've got them kind of fleeced up there now. I've got polystyrene underneath them and everything. You know what I mean? The mother to Helen back. But I don't know if that kind yeah. of frost has prolonged frost, should I say, is, is kind of knocked them a little bit, you know? The thing with the Boxing Day sewing, it was it was part of a thing to get the old man out the house. And it was part of the thing because he wanted to go and see its mates at the allotments and go for a pint and watch the football in the pub. And it was also for the exhibition growers to get their onions started. Now, of course, exhibition growers start much earlier now. But, yeah, you can sow onion seeds for another couple of months easily. That's why right. I'm not really – I'm not fretting about my onions. They'll still mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. I'll still get some growing eventually. But normally, as I say, I just normally show them the soil and they're off and running. This year, it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. GB, when you reach for that mug – your eyes stayed on your wardrobe. I turned it off. I turned the eyes off. Earlier. The chat, the chat was relentless. Everyone was just like, "You can't tell where he's looking." <laughs> His eyes are stuck on the wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so funny. So, GB, what I was going to talk about there is, you know, when I was mentioning me, me, me um, chutney has lasted for ages. How long does your chili sauce last? Or do you get through it quicker than it would? Oh, I don't get through it. There's so much. And a lot of it is really spicy. (laughs) A lot of it, you only need, you know, a little bit. Um, And I've got, uh, it must be about 10, 15 bottles open in the fridge, you know, and they're all slightly different things. Um, And I've got probably 20 more unopened in the cupboard. (laughs) You know, I I could go this year without growing any chilies, and maybe the year after, and still have plenty. But um, it's the joy of growing. But if you do the fermentation correctly, it lasts basically forever. Um, in terms of like food safety, if you were selling anything, you'd have to put a sell-by date of about a year on it. But if you fermented properly, it's shelf stable. So the P- the pH in there is so low, there's no risk of anything kind of nasty actually being able to grow in your in your bottles. You normally top it up with vinegar as well, you know, so which mm-hmm. just everything. Yeah. I'm hoping to get a nice little crop to kind of make some sauces. You know what I mean? I've done it like a few years ago and I made a, um, and it, to be honest, I was quite surprised. It was it tasted lovely. It was like a, like a mango hot sauce. I watched some American granddad biker kind of guy making it on YouTube and it was, I thought, you know what? I could fucking do it. And I 
Yeah, hey, it honestly great. tasted lovely, to be honest. You know what I mean? It was like a lovely orange colour. It had a kind of mm. kick, but not like, you know, stupidly kicked off. But <laughs> <laughs> I love ma- mango hot sauces are really good. They're, they're so popular for a reason. Um, <laughs> and I made, made one last year. <laughs> It's just inedibly hot. It is so hot. You can't taste mango. You can't taste anything. It's just heat. It's pure heat. Well, oh you know God. what I was good. I was dying to ask you as well, JB. Why? Because I, this is why I like them. But why do you like chili? You know, like how we're saying we've got like favorite veg. There's something for me about chilies that excitement. Now I tell you why I like them because this is the way. I, when I was a kid. I used to like, you know, like we playing out. We lived in the countryside. It was like playing out time, fire, lighting fire. There was that danger. There's that excitement with like lighting the fire. Maybe even the whole bankside going away, running away. You know, the kids like the coppers chasing you and everything like that. Light fires, fires. <laughs> and I think now, you know, like, as we're getting in the autumn years, chilies replacing that. You know, like chili plants replace <laughs> that excitement of fire. You know, you've got that kind of heat that is just. It could catch you, you know what I mean? And if you take, yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. the video of you where you're kind of, mmm, that's love. <laughs> you know, within seconds, it bang, it hit you, kind of, you know what I mean? And it's just, I think for me, that's the excitement of them is you don't know, you know what I mean? You could get caught and it could be like a red hot thing. And what, why is it, for, how does it, what captures you about chilies? I wish I could properly put it into words. I've, I, I've never quite understood it myself, but it's just, I, Part of it is that it's it's one of the first things that I ever grew. Um, so it only started about five or six years ago. My dad gave me a, uh, it was a Scotch bonnet plant. Um, and I was like, what am I meant to do with this? You know, I didn't really want it, to be honest. Compost like, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it sat on its window, on the windowsill. It started to grow and it was just, it was like, amazing it was just really really cool and i kind of fell in love with that plant um i overwintered it for a little while as well um it did quite well and and i thought hey let's try some more and there's just something about those plants that that capture me they're, mm-hmm. they're beautiful plants even without the the pods um the the variety as well like the the thousands of different varieties of pepper there's i think is yeah i think you're, you're right there as well Jimmy. Um, it's, it's almost like bottomless it's a bit like you know like maybe the obsession with coffee and that you can just take that to a different levels and you'll never get to the end of it even like say camera yeah. equipment you know you never get to the end there's no like think right i know everything i get i think that's with chilies you know you're always learning you know and yeah you give a list to, to get some and some of them were from chili chum you know like like these stripey ones just yeah, sugar rush stripey world. You know what I mean? So yeah, really cool. I think a lot of people have. Sorry, I was just going to say a lot of people have the same thing with tomatoes. I think. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, tomatoes fulfill that same kind of. Um, you know, they're kind of awe-inspiring for a lot of people because of the amount of varieties and that kind of explosion of flavour that you get from tomatoes. Um, it's just I love it. I love chili peppers. I love them. Audrey. I, I, if there I was, was going to. You, Tony, what you ever did with your Carolina Reapers? Didn't eat them. Didn't eat them. Tell you that now. Um, I okay. I think there will be. Yeah, they're actually. I don't know if you've seen our living room. We've got the you know like where the the, the wood fire burning fire is. There's a pot down the side, and I kind of I strung them all up with 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 cotton and a thing. Dry them out. Mm. But I see 
they're there now. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they're just sitting there in this kind of pot next to the fire. So yeah, oh. they, were, they, were, they were great to grow, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm just curious because yeah. those will blow your head off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, dogs could get all the lens, aren't they? Oh, they're not. Um, they're not daft. They haven't. They wouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. smell them a mile away. <laughs> Steve, did you? You know when JB put that list up? Did you get any? Have you? Are you coming down the chilly route this year or not? Or yeah, I will do again because um, I, I don't really want it. <laughs> He's rubbing his hands. There. <laughs> I've got some of the really super mild ones again. Um, I'm not into the heat; that does nothing for me. Just puts me off. Um, so I've gone super mild and sweet. I think they are, aren't they, JB? Which ones did you get? Uh, the ones you told me I should get. <laughs> I'm sure I can't one, remember. Was one like oh, a right. Kash, Kashmiri? Was one? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, any this lot. We were, that would be fab. Um, any questions? Let me, let me have. Oh, here's a good one, Stephen. Kind of, it's probably. Um, we'll start with you. Well, actually, I'll I'll put it up. Let's have a look. It's from Mike's allotment. Let me just get Mike's. Lotman's asking, has anyone else found Aqua Dulce Claudia broad beans are absolutely not winter hardy, despite what it says on the packet? Now, Mike, just, well, the last time I was up, we've had this kind of second batch of frost. I think I've lost a couple now of, you know, I mean, but I wonder where you kind of draw the line. You know what I mean? We've had like minus five. There's not many plants, you know, last that kind of temperatures, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I know there's like winter hardy and winter. But when you get to minus five, Steve's minus 13, there's, yeah. there's nothing really is going to survive, you know? So, Steve, what's your well, the, view on it? Well, it, it's one of those things. You, you can get half hardy annuals. And if you want to sow those, you would sow them three to four weeks before your last frost date that's predicted for your area. With hardy annuals, the idea is that you sow them before the cold weather sets in um, so that they're growing well and establish them very slowly over the winter, they'll grow. But with those hardy annuals, if you look them up before you actually plant them, somebody will have written the information down somewhere and it will say hardy down to, and then it'll say minus 10, and that's what broad beans are. So hardy down to minus 10. If you've got anything less than that, or sorry, anything deeper than that, like I had this year, it will kill them. And I lost two batches, one batch that was protected and one that wasn't. I lost both of them in, in that big right, freeze. Right. Steve, just uh, here's the thing. W- w- would it something last, like a, a really hard frost for one night, say minus 13 or a prolonged minus 6, which is the more dangerous? You know, like say a week of minus 6 or a, like a sharp, Minus 13 for one night and it's back. It's a good question, actually. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Thank you very much. I'm here all no, week. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> when you choose to be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I mean, we had that prolonged cold spell and I've still got Chinese cabbage growing in the polytunnel in the cracky, which, wow. which has blown me away. But it's because yeah. it's in cracky system. But the roots froze solid. I know that because I tried to pick them out and there was a block of ice underneath them. So, good question, but the answer is I don't really know. But I do know that once you've had temperatures below what is predicted for that variety, 
that's it, they're finished. They're done. Well, like you see, I've done. lost. You know, One of your sweet peas I sowed today, they'll go down to minus four, I think it is. Uh, anything lower than that, then there's every chance I'm going to lose those sweet peas. God loves uh, it, by you. Yeah. Just because I live in sub zero weather here in the winter. <laughs> uh, typically, if you dip down to it just for like a night, you have a better chance of certain things making it through. But if you go down for like days, mm -hmm. that's when they get wiped out. Because mm -hmm. right. that's typically what our problem is. We can dip down and come back up, but then we dip down and stay there. And that's when they die. So I think length of time really does impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's about soil temperature, right? And soil right. can kind of, it takes a little, little longer to kind of cool down. So those prolonged temperatures yeah. will mm -hmm. really kill off yep. the roots. Yep. Well, we have come to the end again. There's a quick hour. Wow. Gone, gone. Oh, look at Audrey. Wow, I could win for hours here. Yes. I, I'm just shocked. It was so quick. Oh, I know. It doesn't have to be honest. It's warming up. Mind is getting cold now. I need to put on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Got no heating. I'm picking freezing now. <laughs> <laughs> We are on to our tips of the week. Stephen, have you got a tip of the week, sir? Yeah, and it's kind of topical. If you're going to be sowing seeds over the next month or two, before you actually sow them, go online and have a look and see what category those plants that you're going to sow fall into, whether they're hardy, half-hardy, biennials, perennials, whatever you think you want to sow, go and look them up and that's a good way to know if it's a good time of the year or not to actually sow them. If it says it's hardy down to minus 20, then you're going to be in good territory. You know they're going to be safe. But just look them up and get used to looking them up because that will increase your knowledge moving forward through the years as well. Oh, what a guy, what a guy, what a guy. Yeah. What a hero. Very sensible. Yes. Very sensible. Audrey, have you got a tip of the week, please? Uh, if I don't. Do I get? Do I have to like take a time out? You will get a red flag. <laughs> no, okay. So, uh, I think this has been said. So let me just repeat it. Perhaps uh, be patient right now for sowing seeds. So it's kind of related to what Steve just said, but it's also like I want to get my peppers started. It's way too early for me to get my peppers started, so I need to be grown up and say, you know what, 1st of February, plenty of time, because these can't go out in my garden until June. So I do not want trees to be planted because yeah. I have to take care of them, right? So I'm just going to say, uh, it, try a little patience so that you're not just growing things for your compost bin. Uh, I, can, also I, can, to do, I cannot, but... I cannot, like... Oh, oh, I know you. Oh, God. Yeah, terrible, I, know. Terrible, terrible. I saw what you were sewing. I, I did notice, JP. <laughs> I'm sure I see the photograph you put up last, like oh, a while ago, taking your plants down to the garden. And it was sometime in June. And the boot was like just, you know, so the plants must have been, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. huge. <laughs> and you were just even taking them down, you know, no mess and keeping them safe, them babies safe. That was like in June when you were taking them down. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's think, almost yeah. like the season's over. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I think that it was an unseasonably cold May, or or that I'd just been slow or something. There was some reason. <laughs> some reason. Tip of the week, then, GB, sir. Yeah, it is it well. 
exact opposite of what Audrey's just said, really. Um, I this my tips are always just there for me, but um, I am kind of getting towards that that time of year where I've got something sewn, and soon enough there's going to be things that need putting on, like the onions that need doing, like yesterday. And what you want to do, my tip is to remember to bring your compost in from outside <laughs> and leave it somewhere warm because what's going to happen is if you suddenly need to do something and you go, oh, yeah, I've got an hour, I can actually do those, um, you, you can't do it if your compost is frozen <laughs> outside. <laughs> so bring it in ahead of time, warm it up a little bit, and then you can actually work with it. <laughs> and it's what Jibri had, had exactly mind. Yeah, I've kind of went there, and it's funny enough, <clears throat> it was only like the outer shell frozen when I went to get it, you know what I mean? So I kind of, deep down, it was all right. And it wasn't frozen all right, but it was still, you know, bloody cold. So it had to kind of wait a day to kind of warm up. And I thought, bloody hell, like exactly what it's saying. It's, it's bringing bags of compost into the house when I'm not allowed to, you know what I mean? Yeah, allowed. they've got to be in something. Yeah. You know, like a, a nice well, clean truck. Yeah. Cleaned and dried. That's what I do. I put it inside very nice plastic bins. Mm-hmm. And keep it yeah. in my kitchen, actually. So, well, yeah. He has a question that's just come to us. Then, um, if it's if it's cold, ice cold, but not frozen solid, and I put it in a bowl, like say say big, could I put that in the microwave on defrost and just warm it up a little bit? Would that damage the soil in any way? It's, I would say it's unlikely to. Most of the most of the compost that you buy, if it's compost you made yourself, then it might kill off any kind of microbial life. But anything that's from a bag, that's you know from a store, normally that stuff has been, mm-hmm. you know, through God knows what, it's going to be fairly dead. There's lots of nutrients and there can be goodness in there, but you don't need to worry about microbial life too much. Why you wouldn't you moisten it with hot water? Because you probably I, I have moisten yeah. it right. I would just put some hot water on it, mm-hmm. or warm water at least. Yeah, yeah. So we can do instant, instant swings, <laughs> frozen. <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's lovely. Thank you. Listen, thank you very much. Uh, what I want to do is just mention. Let me just put you onto this screen there. Right. The young fella, the young boy, he's got his Patreon page uh-huh. there, and have a look there. Look at naturally GB. Please pop over and support. He has got a. T- Six folk, six kind, generous folks want to get a bit more of JB, which is actually fantastic. And guess what? The old boy, the old guy's got oh. one. Oh, look at that. Yes. And actually, I've just this. Well, I've, I do a sponsored JB there. And I've just, Steve, that's the only one you've got 350, so I can only do free 350. But Yeah, that's all I want to do. I don't, yes. I don't really want to be. I don't want to milk it. I just, you know, a couple of quid for what I provide is enough, you know. Well, yeah. It's just my just my thoughts on it, you know. I, well, I would like to see poor GB there has only got, wait a minute, like... I'm happy with the six is good. Six. six. That's not that bad. So what, <laughs> well, I love GB, was kind of, GB was kind of, it gives some news before it kind of broke that he got, you know, he's got a, a chance of a, a second allotment, which was a great little thing there. So that, that was... Um, fantastic there so yes please if you could do you know pop over to these two sites that would be fantastic audrey is at real foods now audrey i don't think you've got a period but please go and subscribe to audrey that would be fantastic we'll get audrey 
Thank you. The the preserving queen. <laughs> See, I wish we could get. We we don't have a. I don't think as as good a jar system as as what you've yeah. got over there, mind you. Like preserving. I know we've got the. I forget the name of them there, but Kilmers and Mason jars we yeah, have over here. Yeah, yeah, Kilmers. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few others as well. And lastly, then this is my little page on. If you want your seeds, your tomato seeds. Oh, don't bother about Amy. Don't know. Oh nothing. yes, please. You know what I mean. Affiliated. <laughs> the SM kits. What we've been talking about. Just the link is in the description for these. These are just fun. And Ian said it. I think he's going to do it now, where they're going to be on the subscription basis as well. So each month you'll get you'll get one as well. So that would be fantastic. Everybody, a huge thank you for coming over again. We will be here next Monday. That would be fantastic. Please join us there. That would be fantastic. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't seen this show. You can listen to it in the bath. The place to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was listening in the bath today. And if you go to Jade's website, you can get some of those lovely bath salts and you can listen to the podcast. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Sorted. Look after yourselves, everyone. Take good care. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.